Bucks County, what is going on out there on this wonderful Transformation Tuesday? Yes, I call it Transformation Tuesday for me because we have some really, really fun guests coming up in the next couple weeks or so. I've got some great announcements that will be coming on along with the guest, so I'm excited for that. Um, the sponsorship, Dr. Pat Sanahan, is now part of our show. And you will see that in the podcast, in the notes. You'll see the links in there. You'll also hear his commercial on the podcast. And we have even more in the upcoming weeks. We have people that are inquiring about sponsorships. So that's so exciting. And the feedback that I've been getting on all the shows has been wonderful. I have received wonderful feedback on Keith Fitness on Bucks County Mama, and on Peppermint Tea and Me, on Scott Goldstein, and on the podcast that we had the attachments with Charles Beaver, and also Bread Around Town, and the list goes on and on. We are getting such wonderful engagement, and people inquiring, people calling me. Chef Nikki was one that people got a hold of me and said, was that Chef Nikki from Restaurants on the Edge? And I'm like, yes. And that's due to Mandy, who was part of that process of helping, you know, Chef Nikki get on the show. So it's been a really wonderful uh, 2021 so far. Even with the pandemic and everything going on around us, we are just pushing and going right along and keep the show going, keep the guests coming on and still looking for people to come on and have a spot on here for a sponsorship and any other way you can think of advertising your business, you can come on the show. So anyways, today we are bringing you another cool guy from Bucks County. So his name is Matt Cohen and he's a real estate agent out of Southampton area. He's in here in Bucks County, he's down the other end of Bucks. No worries, we've got people from all over. And Matt is really gonna kinda come in here and tell us what he does, of course, and types of homes that he has available and what the industry is like during this time of pandemic. Has he suffered any kind of loss during the sales of you know selling these homes right now? Or is it really shot up and gained market value? So we're going to have a shout out from Matt and maybe, maybe if, uh, maybe if he's nice and I'm nice, maybe I'll get a discount on one of those uh, multi-million dollar homes, huh? What do you think about it, Matt? Um, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Matt, maybe I'll ask you when you are on the show about that discount. Would love to have a big piece of property, lots of grounds, a place for a horse or two, a couple more dogs. Yeah, I could see that happening. Anyway, just uh, hang in there tight, Bucks County. We're going to be having a moment here. We're going to pause. We're going to have a, a word from our sponsor, Dr. Patrick Sanahan, right here in Bucks County, right in Doylestown. An author and a wonderful, wonderful person. And I cannot wait to see him again when things start moving around in 2021. Anyways, we will be right back. Thanks, Dr. Pat, for being on the show. 
Are you a procrastinator? Do people complain that it takes you too long to finish anything? Is school or work a struggle because you can't seem to stay focused long enough to get things accomplished? There's a book that can help from author Dr. Pat Sanigan, The Procrastination Quiz, available on Amazon. Procrastination becomes a lifestyle for millions and permeates their personal and professional lives. Procrastinators delay or put things off until later, usually things they find unpleasant, overwhelming, or anxiety-producing. They run away from these feelings and do something that makes them feel better for the moment. It can cost you money, precious time, relationships, and even your health. The Procrastination Quiz will help you identify how and why you procrastinate, along with over 16 effective strategies to help you manage this tough habit. The Procrastination Quiz from author Dr. Pat Sanigan. Get your copy on Amazon. Do you know someone who procrastinates? This book may be the help they desperately need to get back on track. Order your copy right now. Hey, Martha. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, this is uh, Bucks County Bites uh, giving you a call, and we are all ready to go ahead and have this great interview we're going to do today. Awesome. I just want to let you know when I do them, I always um, have it recording because you never know what you're going to catch, and you never it's just what that real, raw, free-flowing, organic conversation, and that's what we do. So cool. it's very cool. And I'm so excited that Bucks County Bites is able to have you on the show. And we're going to learn so much about you and what you do and how you've managed to um, handle your business through this pandemic. And I'm just going to just teach the audience who you are. Tell them all about yourself and how you got started. We love to hear that. And we like to really kind of get into the whole family and, you know, where it all began. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Go ahead, Matt. You have the stage. Tell Bucks County Bites and your audience out there who you are and where it began. So a, l- a little bit about me. Uh, my full name is Matt Cohen. I'm a real estate agent in Bucks County. I grew up in Southampton. I went to Stackpole Elementary School when it existed. Went on to graduate from William Tennant in 2018. I got my, I did my real estate classes that June. Got my license that September and I've been at it ever since. That's very, very cool. So you haven't been in the industry too long then. It's just, uh, what, two years, I guess, about? A little, a little more than two years. 2021 more. is my third full year. And uh, when September comes, that'll be, you know, hit the three-year wow. mark. What, what made you decide, uh, you know, being in high school and everything, what made you decide to transition into real estate? So really, throughout high school, I I worked a lot and I saved up enough money to go to college and put myself through it. I just didn't know what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I figured uh, I'd take a year off and, you know, try to find something to do. Mm -hmm. Um, It ended up that, you know, when I was 17, I was viewing properties to buy and I, you know, kind of liked real estate already. My dad's friend was already an agent. He said, come on in. I'll give you an interview, see what we could do. And I mean, how it started. Wow, that's very, that's a great opportunity, especially, you know, if it's your dad and it's a friend. And that's really good when you think about people getting into business. That's how it starts. It's always someone that you might know, someone that can suggest it. You know, why don't you try this? And and real estate has been one of those markets that's, you know, it's been up and down forever. It's just the way it is. Um, And it's interesting that you come into it, you've been in there, what, almost three years, but now you've experience something that no one ever has before as a real estate agent and you're out there in bucks county we know how beautiful bucks is and we know homes values are are pretty high up there 
Um, but during this time, what have you seen? What's the, what are the changes that you experienced during the crisis? Well, I mean, so my first full year, which was 2019, I was still learning in the business, getting used to the contracts, becoming comfortable with talking to people, doing the marketing, kind of finding my best way to get business. And um, by 2020, when 2020 came around, I was already, you know, pretty good. Um, and I was comfortable and I, you know, told myself 2020 is going to be, you know, my year. I'm really good, you know, see what my abilities are in this industry, see what I could do with my business. And it started off great. Um, I got a couple deals done in January. I had a bunch of stuff under contract in February. Mm -hmm. And then when March came around the pandemic, I mean, everything shut down. Um, we were considered unessential for three, four months. Weren't able to show houses, weren't able to sell houses. Um, so that definitely slowed me down. Um, when we came out of the pandemic, we're out of the uh, restrictions for the pandemic, which Great. was around May, June. Uh, the market was busy as ever. I mean, rates were at an all time low. They still are. Home prices are soaring. They still are. And wow. uh, yeah, I mean, that was able to help me out. I was able to get right back to it. And I actually ended up doubling what I did in 2019. Oh my gosh, Matt, you. You doubled what you did in 2019? Are you kidding yes. me? Yes. Even even with the you know with three pandemic. four months being essential. And yes. being oh my so during those three or four months that you know you couldn't have any showings of course it's just what it was so there was nothing going on like online you couldn't do anything like through Zoom or FaceTime I mean did you have clients that were interested but you just couldn't show so, the home? Well, I mean. A lot of people want to see a house in person before they buy it, with okay. the exception of investors. Um, so what I tried to do during those three to four months was connect with investors, set up meetings, you know, through Zoom, through FaceTime, and try to sell properties that had cash flow, had you know, mm -hmm. potential to be flipped. But you know, at the same time, there's a ton of people losing their jobs. They're not able to pay rent. Right, right. So people really pay their mortgages, and right. it's it's hard to sell properties. All right, so that was really a downtime for everybody that was in the real estate market. I mean, just about every business out there really was hurting. Um, so that's interesting that you really like came out of the pandemic and you just got so busy that the sales are just consistent and constant because everything's at an all-time low. Right. So what what are the what are the um, interest rates right now? So, so someone's listening to the show. They, they want to say, all right, well, I want to check out Matt. I want to go to his real estate site. I want to go check out a home. What are, what are those rates right now? How so low are they? Price, I mean, they're low. I mean, even for a 30-year, you can get, with good credit and income and, you know, debt's income, mm -hmm. you can get like 2.5%, which a year ago, you know, for a 15-year, you couldn't even get 3%. Oh my gosh, that's so, so at 3%, low. Get, yeah, I mean, two and an eighth, two and a quarter, uh, even 2%, depending on your you know credit score and right. whatnot. Okay, so tell us, I don't think you mentioned uh, what company that you are working, what agency are you working for? Who are you with? So I'm with uh, Better Homes Realty Signature Properties. We're also in Southampton, and you know, this is where I started, it's where I'm at now. Okay. My great and uh i don't see myself leaving <laughs> you're staying there so you've got your home right down there in southampton and and you but you do show homes throughout bucks county though right yeah Not throughout just, bucks county okay. all over really and then you know time and time i'll show in you know philadelphia montgomery county as well 
Oh, you do come all the way up to Montgomery then. Okay. So I, I've been exploring your site. Of course, I love to do research on the people that I talk to. And I absolutely love your website, you know, where your homes are. It's gorgeous. I love your Instagram. Um, you, you, you have a Facebook too, I believe, right? Because all that So I do – a lot of my Facebook marketing is done through my personal page. Okay. Um, so – and then, you know, the company has their own page as well. Oh, right, But I just yeah. find it easier to have my, you know, personal page so I can message people directly. Okay. And it's more of a, you know, personable touch. So then when I go and put your links in, I'm allowed to go ahead and put your personal Facebook in there because then people can connect with you, right? Of course. Okay. All right. Awesome. Because I I was thinking about maybe making a deal with you right here on the <laughs> right on the podcast. See what you could do for me, Matt. I found this great home, and I I'm so excited. I was talking about it before I called you. I said this home is gorgeous. It is. It is. Let me find it again. It's like eight point some million dollars. <laughs> it's like Matt. What can you do for me? <laughs> this home has thirty-three acres. It it's wow. it was built like in seventeen oh four. I wow. I was. It's New Hope, of course. Of course it is. Right. He goes. That's the you know. I'm close to New Hope. I'm right here in Upper Bucks County. And I saw this listing. I'm like, this is one of Matt's. Oh my gosh. What can he do for me? Yeah. Here it is. Eight point nine million. Seven beds. Five point five baths. And it is 33 acres. And I, I need horses. I need dogs. I need property. <laughs> so I was kind of joking with the audience. I was like, all right, let's see what Matt can do for me. Can you get me a discount on that? <laughs> uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> I figured I'd just throw it in here. I just got to joke around. I, I do have a we, little We've had, <laughs> I mean, one of my more interesting listings as well, uh, I just had something in Feasterville come up. Um, it's it was built in 1777. Oh wow! It used to sit, used to sit on 100 acres. Um, over the years, of course, they've sold the land, and now it's sitting right on Bridgetown Pike as a uh, commercial or mixed-use property. Really? So, oh, it's it's beautiful inside. Oh my gosh! So how big is the house? So that one is it's a typical farmhouse. It's only it's about 2,100 square feet, 2,200 square feet. Okay. Um, it's a three-bed. One and a half bath. Uh, the basement, it, it's there. It's small. I like to refer to it as the speakeasy. Um, it, it's a very interesting property. That's on. Is that on your site now? Yes, it's uh, 1738 Bridgetown Pike. I think I did see that because I am looking through your stuff right now because I, I am just. I love it. I love looking at your listings here because I'm just. I'm envious that you get to go to these homes and and actually show them. I mean, the places that you have are, I mean, amazing. That one that you just said, I just can't imagine what it looks oh, like. Oh, it's 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 one of the best parts of the job being able to see all different properties, and you know, it makes you wonder too, especially with this one in you know on Bridgetown Pike, like what was going on when it was built and the history behind it. Seventeen seventy. You, know, you said seventeen seventy seven. Seventeen. That's when it was built, yes. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. the Revolutionary War. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to think about all the history throughout the county, uh, I mean, all of Bucks County, all along the river, actually. There is a ton of history here. And if you've listened to any of my podcasts, I always direct the people that are in real estate that know history because you do. You have to learn about the area. So, you have to listen to the original American Outlaws. And if you haven't listened to it, you'll have to. 
It's one of the most popular podcasts I have because of the history of here, the Revolutionary War, the Doan Gang, and Mark McNutt, who's making the movie, the TV series, right here in Bucks County. And if you're not aware I'm gonna have of to it, give that a listen. if you're not aware of it, you have to go listen to it because you can add that into your um, to your talks when you talk about the history of Bucks County. That is a really big deal. I mean, there's treasure that has never been found, and it's right here in Bucks County. Really? Oh yeah, millions. <laughs> it's, it's never been found. So that's why the movie is a real big deal here in Bucks County. And as a realtor, you can talk about the history of the of what you have here. And you, if you listen to it, it'll really tell you more in depth. Uh, I will warn you, it is an hour, a little over an hour, but it was it's well worth it. It's a, it's a history in the making. And you can look at the YouTube and you can watch the um, premiere of the show. They couldn't film because of the, because of the pandemic. So there, it right. should be out this year. So it'll be something that you can bring in. That's going to probably <laughs> bring a good amount of tourism to here as oh, well. Oh, yeah. So you're going to, you know, when you're out there working on your homes and selling and talking to your clients, it never hurts to bring that up because it just brings this little bit of like history into it like okay they're making a movie here and it's all about the history you know of bucks county and the revolutionary war and the Doan gang um very very fascinating and you do it's just an amazing area i love bucks i love all of upper and lower and middle there's nothing that i can't say anything bad about other than we get snowmageddon (laughs) a lot of snow oh and we're expecting more (laughs) later this week I think it's uh, either tomorrow or Thursday we're getting more snow. Oh, yeah. So tell me how it is when you, you know, you're you out there and you're showing homes and you have to deal. I mean, some of these properties that you have are, are very exquisite, long driveways. And I'm assuming the property owners have everything done when you have to come to these showings. So is that is that a problem when you get bad weather and you have planned showings? I mean, sometimes it is. Uh, this year, I haven't dealt with that yet. I mean, usually when they're expecting showings, they'll get everything done early. Um, so that way, you know, the buyers, potential buyers, comfortable and, you know, right. ready to get the house. So, yeah, I could see that being a little bit of a problem. I mean, most of the time, the, the property owners are taking care of it and, and it's not a problem. But if you've got someone coming in from maybe a distance, you know, a lot of New Yorkers, have come down to Bucks yes. County to buy property because they're getting out of yes. the city. Have you seen a lot of that? I've seen a lot of that. A lot. How about um, further than New York? How about New England? Are you seeing anybody from New England coming not, down this Not way? New England. I've seen North Jersey. I've seen, originally, I mean, everybody from New York in the city would just go to North Jersey because it's way less expensive and mm. it's still pretty close. But yeah. now even people from North Jersey are coming to Bucks County and Philadelphia and, you know. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, that has to, that's probably playing a part with the current market as well. I mean, there's a ton of buyers. Um, You know, one of my listings in Southampton last week, we had it listed one weekend and we had over 20 chunks and we had to decline a lot of them. Oh my gosh. That's just, that's, that's wild that it's that busy. I mean, it's crazy. I know, I mean, I've heard that New York has become a ghost town. 
you know, just think about all the people that are up there suffering though. I mean, they are moving out, but then that's leaving all those businesses up there empty. You know, there's yeah. so many places that are closed. It's just crazy. And the shops, the restaurants, everything. And right. Well, I mean, it, it also used to be like, you know, if you said your business was in Times Square, you're in New York City, that's, you know, it was like, okay, this is a serious business. But now, I mean, all these businesses are moving to places where it's cheaper for them. And they're, you know, working from home. They spent millions of dollars to have their uh, employees work from home during the pandemic. And I think I really think it's going to stay like that for a while. And, you're right. Uh, in the near future, we'll mm -hmm. see a little hit on the commercial side of real estate, but time will tell. It'll be a long time. Yeah, it will be because a lot of people have just made this change and businesses have made the change. They have their employees working from home. I and mean, it's really strange that when you do, like if you go through an area that has a lot of business, like a lot of commercial buildings and you go there and the parking lots are empty. It's just, it's very eerie to see that. Even, I mean, I'm sure you remember the first couple of weeks of uh, coronavirus when mm -hmm. they shut everything down in March. I mean, I went to my office and the streets, I, we're right on Street Road and there was nobody driving at all. It is, it's very eerie. Yeah, it's it's a weird feeling. It's mm -hmm. something that, you know. Yeah, it is. You know, Street Road's very busy. I mean, I've been down there many times and it's just a, a very populated area. But during the, right. the beginning of the pandemic and even during the, the rest of the year, it's just it's been quieter. Like even now, like if you go from here, say if you go from here in Upper Bucks down to Philly Airport, you won't see the traffic volume that you've, you know, it's just not there. Right. You know, you would always get into some kind of traffic jam. It'd be take like an hour, maybe an hour and 20, an hour and a half to go from here up in Upper Bucks to Philly. And now it's just under an hour. So there is the volumes missing. Just people are home. Yeah. Right. And that's why you're seeing all this real estate surge. You're seeing everybody come down from the city, move to here because they could live anywhere now because they can work from anywhere. Exactly. Exactly. And I know people that they they moved here, they sold their homes and they left for the West Coast. Just like that. But it's like, doesn't matter. They can work there where they can work here. So yeah. they want somewhere cheaper and warmer. <laughs> they have to and even if you're spending the same price, I mean, if you're in New York City, 800000 there is going to get you something a whole lot different than $800,000 oh, here. Sure it will. And you've got... Here you'll have a good property. amount of land. You'll have yeah. you know, a nice big property. There you might only have like a townhome or something with a small lot. Yeah. Yeah. They don't get too much. I mean, unless you like that city life that, you know, you could be around everything, but it's different now. I mean, it's, everything's not open 24 seven. It's just right. the rules have changed. Exactly. Um, that's what's making it very attractive to move here. Right. So you do uh, sell a lot of places up towards uh, Plumsteadville along the river. Do you get up into the, you know, like the Lumberton area, Mechanicsville, do you see a lot of like the, you know how the river, you got the river, all the homes along there. Do you see a lot of those areas selling like a lot of the homes? Because a lot of the New Yorkers did have property down here. They used this for their summer homes and then went to the city. But now with everything changing, have you seen those homes going up for sale or people wanting to buy them? I mean, right now it's tough to say. I mean, there's always a buyer, but right now we're in, you know, clearly a seller's market and there isn't as much inventory. I think when we get closer to spring, 
which is typically when people list their house. I think we'll start seeing a lot of properties listed everywhere and things will go fast. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably going to see that uh, a major move in that. So now do you have a partner that you work with? I mean, I know you said your dad helped you get in there. And- so when I started, yeah, my father's friend, Ed Klippenhoff, mm-hmm. when I started, I was on his team. Okay. Uh, I was on his team up until July of 2020. I decided to go out on my own. So right now I don't, but I have plans for a near future to maybe hire somebody to, you know, do business with me, do some marketing with me and, uh, you know, try to build okay. from within. Once it starts to get really, uh, starts to really pick up, you're probably going to want somebody else on your team. Then you're going to actually hire exactly. someone. Okay. So that's very, that's very, uh, that's very cool that you, you know, you had a, a team member before you went on your own and you're doing pretty good. So that must be, makes you feel really good. You know, getting out of school only a few years and, and look where you are. Did you ever think did you ever think of that was going to happen to you? Well, I mean, it's tough to say, but I mean, every job I've had, I've really worked my butt off and um, I've been able to kind of climb the ladders in each job. Mm-hmm. So this was something a little different than the jobs I've had in the past, but I figured I'd put my same work ethic forward and see what happens. And I did that and it's working out pretty well. You seem like you have a really strong work ethic. Does that come from your family? Yes. Your dad, um, your mom? My my grandparents okay my i mean they're they're hard workers and my grandpa on my dad's side i mean he was working up until he turned 90. your that's your granddad yes what did your granddad do he he did uh he did a bunch of stuff but mainly uh towards um the time he you know retired he was fixing up race cars oh Oh, so he had an interest in the cars and the racing. Oh, yeah. And then he was he worked hard at, at like, restoring them. Is that what he did? Well, he was uh, building them for, you know, drag racing and uh, NASCAR and stuff, building oh parts gosh. and whatnot for them to, yeah. Wow. So he kind of was on the circuit. Was he was he working well, on the circuit of some sorts? No, but he was, uh, no, he was just uh, in the, you know, I guess it would be the factory making parts for them and, you know. Yeah, that's so doing it that well. well. Very, very cool about a little bit of your history there about your family. So your your grandfather has this great work ethic. Of course, your father learned it too from his dad. And right. here you are. You got it from both generations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So where, where does your mom, does your mom love this work ethic that you have? She's very proud of you. Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, she saw it. I mean, it, it, it kind of affected me in high school um, because I was just so focused on working that, you know, at the time I wasn't going to school as much. So at, at the time she had mixed feelings about it. But now, you know, she sees everything's working out. She's very proud of it. Yeah, there's a lot of people that, you know, they really want you to go to the college route. I mean, think about a lot of this. There's so much opportunity out there. And just because you might not have a college degree doesn't mean that you're not going to succeed. You can succeed at anything you put your head to it. You have a strong mind and work ethic. You can do anything with that. You know, yes, you can get a degree and yes, you've done these studies and it's a great thing. But you also have the group of people that do things differently. And it's a different time, a different era. 
So you know you right, can and I think it's well. also it's also important for people, even you know whether you're in college or not, to keep educating yourself. You yeah, know,、um, right. it doesn't have to be a teacher doing it. You can read books,、uh, everything, even YouTube. Yeah, I、yes. mean everything is there with this technology to be taught. So it is different know, for time.、Free. Mm-hmm. You can teach or you can self-educate yourself, and there's so many ways of doing that. Every single day, we're flooded with so much information. The information、right. technology we have today, compared to say 20 years ago, you can't even compare it. No, you know people are smarter today.、Um, it's just an, an incredible time to to be in business, to be doing anything right now, even during the pandemic. You know, right, and I think,、yeah. I think that's also helped me out a little bit as well. Doing the social media stuff, being that I'm 20 years old, and the majority of my competition is, you know, middle aged or a little older. And I think that the fact that I could take social media, create business out of it,、mm-hmm. has really helped me out. Yeah, you do. I mean, you do have that. You do have that tool there because a lot of people that might be, say, I don't know, say 50s, in the 50s and the 60s. Um, might not take it as easy. They might not learn it as easy, because、um, I know I've taught many people that just didn't quite get the social media part. Like you're constantly living on it. That's all I do. When I do all this technology with the podcasting, and I take everything and put it out on all the social media, I mean, you constantly are being bombarded with it. Emails、right. and, and messages and text messages from IG and Snapchat, all of it. Like you just just nonstop. And I'm sure you're the same way because people are constantly messaging you on different platforms. Right. And if you take someone that's not used to that, they might get a little overwhelmed. <laughs> this touch, they would rather get just an email or a phone call. It might be a little easier. Yeah, I mean, and even you know, I stick to the old school things too. You know, I do the flyers, I send the、oh, mailings out. Really? I, I do it all. I attack.、Okay. You know, hit all. You hit all areas. See what works. Yeah, see what、all、works、right. best. So, are you finding that、um, in real estate, really, what does work best is putting the flyers out there and mailers? Does that work, It, or is the technology? I mean, everybody's different. You know, everybody's different. I've gotten leads from just posting a house on Facebook, and at the same time, I've gotten listings from sending a letter out in the mail. Interesting. It really depends on who you're. You know, who so, it's being targeted to. That's really interesting because I'm curious to see how your podcast will do. Because now that you can get on this podcast, you know, what you do is you're a realtor for better homes, and you're going to take this and you get that soundbite. When you get that soundbite, you do whatever you want. You can put it on your Instagram, you put it on your Facebook. Say, hey, I did this podcast with such and such Bucks County Bites, and then you can talk about your real estate. Say, hey, I've talked about what I do here,、um, a little bit about family, a little bit about the, the market, and that. You know, it's a marketing tool. It's exactly, exactly what it is. It's always it's good to have you know all the you know all the as much attention as possible. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. get your name out there, have people know who you are, and you know. Right, and then it's really nice is because in the podcast you're you're gonna have all your links in there, so everything that you want in that podcast for them to connect with you is there. Such an easy thing to do. Listen to Matt's podcast. Click this link, take me right to his website or his email, whatever you want. There, it's it's just easy access. It's great.、Right. Yeah, yeah, you can't make it any easier than that. Because the last few podcasts that I did, they have gotten such good feedback. 
you know, so we just had, um, so Keith, I don't know if you looked at it, but Keith Fitness was on here in Bucks County. We had Bucks County Mama on here. We had uh, the guy who's trying to raise money for the van. He's a guy that does medical transportation here. I mean, we had peppermint tea. I mean, we had all these people, and it's just such good feedback because it's helping. Right. It's a it's a helping yeah. I mean, tool. it's it's great what you're doing, especially with the times how they are now. I mean, people need this. You know, people need the exposure for the business to get people out. So they can, you know, pay their bills and, you know, put food on the table. It helps. So really great what you're doing. It really helps. And I, I actually just got off the phone today. Um, we're working on a promotion. So it actually is going to even bump the podcast up even more. So I haven't released the information yet, but kind of give you an idea. The, uh, the downloads, put it this way, they're going to get really high. <laughs> Because uh, it's actually, I, I put myself into a school to teach myself even more. So it's, it is, it's a business, it's a marketing tool, and you have to know really how to get it out there right. Like I have a sponsorship and I have another one coming on, but that is going to continue. As it grows, sponsorships come even more. So you're right. just like saying, all right, well, I want to take this real estate company. I want to put it on that podcast so it's, it's marketed. So it's heard and seen by the hundred thousand of people that listen to it. So I mean that's that's humongous. So that's why people like you know, hey, can I get on the show? Can I get a thirty second spot? Can I get a forty five second spot? Can I do it every day? Can I do it every a month? Can I buy a full six months? I mean that's those are the questions that are coming into me, and I didn't expect that. That's to happen. great. I I didn't see it coming, and it's coming. I'm getting bombarded with calls. People want to come on the show. So that's really good. So that I mean, means that's, you're that's getting exposure. I mean, that's how I saw it. I mean, you know, I saw one of your ads and I was, you know, I was, I don't know how long I was on your Instagram page before, but I was going through every single one. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, so everybody figured, does yeah. the same thing. They're like, I, I like, oh, I saw this show. I love this podcast. And you're like, oh, we really like your content. And that's what it is. People like the content. Yesterday, I published five five shows all at once <laughs> so it's a lot of work so yeah you have your hands full yeah it's a lot well you have to do you know you have to do the write-ups you have to do the cover art you have to edit and mix the podcast and then you have to put it out there on all social media and right. then, you know and that's a lot it's a lot of work to get it done um and then finally finished up the last one actually it was Monday morning I finished it up and then today yours will go up on tomorrow because I'll get everything done, edited, cover art, and you'll be published tomorrow and then you can take it where you want to go with it and you'll be out on all social media just like everyone else. And I will actually maybe throw certain listings in there if you want. You can always tell me if you want a certain listing actually right on the podcast. Not just the website, but like a certain one, like a certain house, like you want to feature. We can do that too. I think, yeah, I mean, I think actually the one in Feasterville would be a good, you know. Listen, make sure you send that direct to me so I can just, you know, I'll copy and, and then put that right into the podcast. Like I'll put like four or five different links in there for people. And that way they have good contact information. They can find you easily. Okay, sound good? Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is great. I'm happy that we could, uh, you know, chat a little bit about your business and what you do and um, would love for you to, you know, tell everybody, you know, what your future plans are. I mean, I don't know if you have a wife or girlfriend, you know, are you planning to, you know, go ahead and stay here in Southampton 
and hopefully set your roots down here and that's really what you love your family's here yeah i mean it, you know it's tough to predict the future but it, I, you know in the future i see myself uh doing more real estate investing um adding more properties to my portfolio mm -hmm. uh you know sort of creating passive income so you know i wouldn't have to work and i would always have that backbone if something were to go wrong um i could see my you know i see myself staying in bucks county for sure and uh yeah other than that i mean right now like i said i'm just building the real estate You're building the business you know yeah. at the same time looking to invest so yeah that's good you really have the, i mean you really do have that great work ethic and and you have this love for bucks county just like everybody else that comes on the show everybody loves it here well what's the one thing you love about bucks county that you could like to say do you is it the is it the parks is it the, the nature and beauty of it is it the history of it? Is it what I is mean, it I think it's Bucks? all of that. I think it's all of that that makes it, you know, great because it has everything. It really does. I mean, it has your touristy spots. It has the places that only you know about at the same time. I mean, there's plenty of parks and it's, you know, nice, open, homey feeling. So, yeah, yeah can't find nice. that everywhere. No. Well, you know that we made it on the list again, the top 10, right? I guess you should know that. That's two years. No, how many years have we made it on the top 10? So in the top 10 list of the year is Doylestown and and New Hope. Bucks County hits the list again. We're always on that top 10. Bucks County is... And I think Southampton was in that one of the towns. I think it was Southampton, New Hope, and Doylestown. These three are Yardley. Oh, I think it was Yardley. Doylestown and Yardley and New Hope have made the top 10 list of places to live in the country. Wow. Can you believe that? So Bucks County is always there, always on that list because it's one of the desirable areas to be, to have your family, to be in, you know, the country, yet kind of suburby a little bit. It's just that yeah. the love of Bucks and that's what that's what brings everybody here. That's why you're busy. That's why that's why your sales are doing so well. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got something for everybody, every type of person. So it's mm -hmm. definitely, you know, a good place to live. Yeah, yeah. And it's close. I mean, it's close to everything as well. I mean, you're not too mm -hmm. far from the beach. You're not too far from New York City. Alfia. I mean, you got a little bit of everything. Yeah, you're close to everything. You are like within a couple hours of getting to the to beach and New York, uh, Philly. We're accessible to most every area. And our school district. We've got great school districts oh, here. Oh, great school districts. Yeah. Yes, great. And that's another another selling point when you are selling these homes. That's why they're coming here because of the school district. They know right. it's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, especially, that, especially the amount of money they put into you know teaching and for the teachers and to get the right. uh, you know supplies and whatnot. It's definitely you know they're doing a great job. Oh yeah, they are doing a great job. I mean, you loved going to school at the district you were in too, so it was a good school. Yeah, I mean, it was a good school. We, uh, you know, towards my senior year, they actually introduced Chromebooks to everything. Did so they? Even, yeah, so even if you weren't able to make it in, I mean, you could just go in your Chromebook, email your teacher, or, you know, your teacher would send you assignments and you would get it all done from home. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially right now, it's helping with the, you know, online learning. They have their own computers. Mm -hmm. They don't worry about, you know, buying one and the district is providing everything. 
Yeah. Yeah. Tough time to be a teacher right now. I talked to a few people. They were on the podcast and they were teachers. And it is a, a challenge for these teachers to be out there. Like if they're in home, they've got their own kids and they're still teaching classes. It, it's got to be crazy to think about what they're going through right now. It's a challenge. You know, you're dealing yeah, with I mean, everybody's at home. And we've got right. a hybrid. You've got maybe the, the students are going in, what, twice a day or three times? Half at home, half at school. You know, I've been out there on the walks and I see the buses coming in and the kids getting off the bus with all their... And it's not a full bus, of course. So they've only have so many, you know, so many students on there when they're getting off with their masks on. Right. It's just... Well, hopefully, it's hopefully uh, this wraps up this year. Um, we hope so. And then we can get back to normal. Yeah. Well, a new normal, I would say, yes. A different new norm. normal. Yes, new normal. But we're, we're pretty much used to it. We've been doing this for how long now? It's, uh, what, 10, yeah, 10 almost, months, 11 months? It's almost a yeah. year. Just about a year, because I remember when in March, it's really when it hit. But I would say February is really we started seeing the changes. Well, I, I had a settlement on March 18th, and they shut everything down that Friday, the 20th. Yeah. And settlement... I mean, there was a little news of the virus, but it wasn't huge in, you know, the States yet. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I had a settlement. We came in here and the buyers and their agent, they're wearing masks and gloves and there's hand sanitizer and everything. And we were looking at them like, this is a little crazy. But then, you know, flash forward a couple months. Now you're required to wear masks. You're right. required to wear gloves. You're required to do all that. And at the time, it was just something out of the ordinary. And yeah. I remember in driving through, you know, Philadelphia, you know, it was something out of a movie. I mean, everybody's wearing masks. Nobody wants to go near each other. It's very it's, different. It different. was very different. Yeah, it's different down in Philly, even now after all this has happened. And I went down to Philly not too long ago. It's just a different vibe, a different scene. Like when I know when I, I last traveled was back in March. I actually, you know, I was driving cars. That's one of the things I used to do, transported cars. I was on a plane on March 21st, was my last one. There was eight people on the plane. And nobody was really wearing the masks yet. There was no mask. I think they started wearing gloves. But it was just like kind of surreal. It's like, what? This is really weird. I've never seen a plane empty before. And it even this the flight attendants weren't sure how to handle everything. It was just so new. And then I had to right. drive from Florida back to here in Pennsylvania. And we didn't even know there was going to be any gas stations or, or rest stops open. And there were some that were not open. Some places didn't even have gas. Well, when it when it started, I mean, everybody thought we were at, you know, the survival for it was like 1%. That's what, you know, originally came out. So, of course, everybody's like, well, my chances aren't good if I get it. So, yeah. you know, I got to do what I can. Yeah, it was, it was different. Yeah, very scary. But we will. We're getting through this. You're doing fine. And, and I've got a new career. So we're all going to make it just fine. We're all going to stay strong. We're all going to be here to support each other. That's what I'm here for. And I look forward to getting your podcast out there and sharing your information, sharing your business. And I'm sure that people will love to hear you talk about what you love to do. Awesome. That is fantastic. Matt, I really thank you for everything, for all the information that you provided today. And I look forward to following up with you, um, say sometime when we get through spring. 
and see how business is, you know, end of spring, maybe early summer. We'll catch up with you in a second. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Okay. So, uh, all right, Martha, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Uh, It'll help me out a lot. So thank you I for know, that. It will. All right. You take care of yourself. It was great talking to you. And again, Bucks County Bites appreciates you being on the show. Thank you. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye. Everyone, that was Matt Cohen. He actually belongs to Better Homes Realty. And he is located down in South Hampton. And he has spectacular homes there for sale. Like I said, I, I fell in love with quite a few of them. And I know that the discount probably won't apply. But it doesn't hurt to ask. But get a hold of Matt. Check out his links in the podcast. He will have so much available information for you. Just contact him. You can email him. You can text him. Call him. Get through his social media links. Whatever you can do. Move into Bucks County, experience the history, experience the love, the family, the community, everything that surrounds Bucks County that everybody loves to come here for. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Check out Matt's real estate site and everyone here in Bucks County. I hope you have a great day, a great week, and we will be talking soon very very soon we have lots lots more coming talk to you later bucks county this is bucks county bites over and out